Good morning and welcome to MorningEncouragement.com. My name is Glenn Siepert and it is really awesome to kick off this day with you. This is another episode of the MorningEncouragement.com podcast where uh, basically I just kind of talk through whatever blog post I put up on a given day in case you don't have time to read it, don't feel like reading it, want to listen on the go uh, while you're doing something else, multitasking if you will, Uh, but this is the most encouraging spot on the internet. I would dare you, I will double dare you to find someplace else more encouraging than morningencouragement.com. Anyway, so today's episode, uh, today's post is called The Way Up is Down. The Way Up is Down. Now, I told you a few weeks ago uh, that I'm not really a huge history buff, (laughs) not not at all, actually. So in junior high school, high school and college, it was by far my least favorite subject. And confession, even in seminary, uh, three years of seminary, where I had to take two semesters of the history of Christianity, parts one and two, on a Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., okay, it was by it was the worst experience ever. Okay. I could never remember the names, right? Like the names of people, uh, dynasties, dates, wars, apparently all those big things that are like a big deal in the world of history. I could never remember any of it, but in on all of that, the one thing that I do enjoy and I still enjoy today is reading like obscure stories about the more famous and well-known people that we have to learn about in history classes growing up. Like, I love hearing about things that guys like Abraham Lincoln or uh, George Washington did or they struggled with that may or may not be in the latest edition of your kid's history book. So, so for example, the stories uh, about Abraham Lincoln and his struggle with depression, I find that fascinating. Uh, as much as I hate history, I, ha- I have a book on my shelf next to me right here. It's called Lincoln's Melancholy, and it's all about his battle with depression and how he kind of uh, channeled that that problem that he had into doing something good in the world and his battle for, for finding joy in his everyday life. It's, it's a fascinating book, and I love it because it brings these guys that we read about like down to earth. You know, it's it's it brings it down to our level. Like this guy wears wore pants just like you and me, right? He was like a normal everyday, everyday guy. And I love those kinds of stories. And it just shows like the humanity of these people, right? That we typically would only associate with like wars and building a country, you know, great strength, great wisdom, historical dates, timelines. Uh, anyway, so the other day I, I read this story about a guy named Booker T. Washington. And I'm sure you've heard of his name before. Um, if you don't know who he was about a hundred years ago, he was like the most famous black man on the planet. Uh, he wore a bunch of different hats, but he was known most for like being a teacher, author, advisor to multiple presidents of the United States. And, uh, he was just an all around, you know, amazing individual who made a huge impact, uh, on his time. And, And the effects of that impact are rippled all the way, you know, to today. So, so anyway, he was... Uh, the last generation, I believe it was the last generation that was born into slavery, and he was a, a leading voice for those uh, slaves and for their families as well. So this guy was a big deal. So anyway, I read a quote by President Teddy Roosevelt, 
And he said that Washington was a man who, quote, combined humility and dignity. Then he said this, as much as any man I have ever met, and this is Teddy Roosevelt, President of the United States, as much as any man I have ever met, Washington lived up to Micah's verse. Micah is a, a prophet in the Old Testament. He said, what more, what more does the Lord require of you than to do justice and to love mercy and walk humbly with your God? That's how Teddy Roosevelt described Booker T. Washington. Now, there's a story told of Washington that on March 12th, 1911, he was in Iowa. I love this story. This is so great. He's in Iowa delivering several sermons and speeches about various topics uh, to these very large groups of people that traveled a long distance to hear him speak and just kind of catch a glimpse of this guy. Now, this is a famous guy. He's making a huge impact in his world. Let's go see this guy. Let's go see what this guy has to say. So later on that day, he was in the lobby of the hotel where he was staying. So he had, he had a room in a hotel. He's hanging out in the lobby. And this white woman uh, mistook him for hotel staff. And she goes up to Booker T. Washington and says, uh, excuse me, sir, I would like to have a glass of water. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, dude, you just asked Booker T. Washington, special advisor to the president of the United States, to get you a glass of water. I mean, lady, get up and get it yourself, right? And please, just because the guy is black and it's like the early 1900s, you automatically assume that this guy is a servant and now he's he's your servant? Like, are your legs broken? Right? What's wrong with you? You can't get up and walk five feet to get, to get yourself a glass of water. I mean, if that was me, I would be like, excuse me, uh, I'm Booker T. Washington. Uh, let me get you somebody else to get your glass of water, right? But Washington's response is priceless. This is what he says. Uh, he, he got the glass of water, handed it to her, and says, completely humbly, not sarcastic, complete, completely humble, says, is there anything else I can get for you today? I mean, really, rather than rip, her, rip into her, laugh at her, tell her off, ignore her, or say, hey, I'm Booker T. Washington, I'll get somebody else to get you your water, right? He clothed himself in humility, and he served her. And historians say that it was an event that that best captured the, the life and the character of Booker T. Washington, a man who humbly put other people before himself in every way possible. Now, what I love about this story, what I love about the character of Washington is that life wasn't about him, but it was about other people. And it was about helping other people achieve their dreams and speaking life and encouragement and grace and direction into the lives of both ex-slaves and powerful presidents alike. And, and that's what propelled him to the top of the charts throughout history. That's what planted his name onto the pages of the history books that we read today. He wasn't power hungry. He wasn't like a politician. He wasn't looking for a promotion. He wasn't looking for the spotlight. He was just a servant for people, both powerful and weak. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and I've been realizing that Jesus did the same thing, right? Because he left his throne in heaven. He came to earth to be a servant of all people. He touched lepers. He spent time with the outcasts of society. He sat among the prostitutes, ate with tax collectors, washed the, the feet of his disciples. He challenged the upper class. Whereas the church of the day, the, the church in Jesus' day, was teaching that God was only for a select few. You've got to do A, B, and C. You've got to jump through hoops X, Y, and Z. You've got to look a certain way. 
do a certain thing, behave in a certain way. And, and those people are, are the ones who can go into God's presence. But Jesus came and declared that his father's kingdom was open to everyone everywhere. doesn't matter the race, the color, the background, the lifestyle, the ability. His father's kingdom was open to everyone who would place their faith in him. Like Washington, Jesus wasn't here to make a name for himself. He didn't, he didn't leave heaven and come to earth to shine the spotlight on himself and his agenda, but he stepped off the throne. He put on human skin. He lived among the very people that he created so that he could serve them, love them, welcome them with open arms into his Father's kingdom. And I wonder today, I wonder today for yourself and for me, is that your attitude today? Think about work, your marriage, your family, your circle of friends. Are you a servant? Or are you a spotlight hogger? (laughs) Right? Like, is your life about you or is it about others? Are you looking to make yourself look good or make others look great? Do you look for others to serve you or do you look for ways to serve others? How are you serving your spouse today? How about your parents, your coworkers, your bosses, your kids, your friends? How are you serving them today? Maybe it's as simple as tapping into Booker T. Washington and handing them a glass of water. Or maybe it's something like giving them 200 bucks for groceries this week because you know they're short on cash. Or maybe it's you offering to fix their car for free because you're a mechanic and you know that they can't afford the local guy. Maybe it's bringing somebody at work a cup of coffee. Maybe it's stopping at the grocery store on the way home to pick up your spouse's favorite dessert. Or maybe it's letting her choose what to watch on TV tonight since the World Series is over if you're into baseball like me. Uh, maybe, maybe it's doing what your bosses at work ask you to do without complaining, mind you, simply because they ask you to do it. You see what I mean? Right? Lots of people are trying to climb the ladder of success, make a name for themselves by shining the spotlight on their lives, their agendas, making sure that their voice, their opinions are heard, while Jesus taught that the way up is actually down, and he preached that the greatest person in heaven is going to be the least person on earth. It's a completely backwards, upside down kingdom. Right, So I dare you today to tap into the spirit of Jesus, tap into the spirit of Booker T. Washington and serve someone else. Because not only will you make them feel good, not only will you make them look good, but it's going to make you feel good as God smiles on you and you get to partner with him in making your world just a little bit brighter. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, Lord, for the people who are listening to this podcast. I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would use this day to bring them closer to you. And Lord, I pray that you would bring into their lives opportunities to serve. Uh, Use opportunities today to humble them, to to knock them down off whatever high horse they might be riding. And Lord, give them the, the ability, give them the opportunity to serve the people around them. And Lord, would you meet them in their act of serving, Lord. So many times, you know, in life we want to get ahead. Uh, we, we sit on our high horse, we shine the spotlight on ourselves, we want our voice to be heard, we want our name to be known, uh, but Lord, that's not the way that you lived your life, it's not the way that you taught us to live our lives. So Lord, would you help us today, would you help us to, to take a step back, to take a step down, to put our head down and to serve the people around us, to make their lives better. In the process, would you meet us, and would you make our faith in you greater? And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.